Hello, friends. This is Focus Break with Kurt Steinhorst, a podcast about finding your focus and giving your attention to what matters most. One of my favorite simple questions to ask leaders is, what keeps you up at night? But in all the times I've asked that, I've never heard this answer, and I'm going to suggest that perhaps it should go to the top of the list. And that's that the higher you rise in leadership, the less likely conversations that are happening about you reflect or resemble conversations happening with you. And nowhere is that more true than in the role of the CEO. Consider this. If you're an executive leader, there are people who work for you that they get home, they sit down at dinner, and they talk about you. And they do that because the decisions that you make and the the way that you approach leadership has a profound impact on what they focus on and their ability to actually focus on anything at all. And newsflash, it's not all good. And perhaps most terrifying is that you wouldn't know it if it wasn't good because they aren't going to tell you because you are responsible for their entire economic well-being. And yet, in many ways, they're responsible for yours. So today, I want to bring you into that conversation and give you three examples of CEOs whose actions and performance led to their best people taking their talents, not to South Beach, but elsewhere nonetheless. Scenario one, the CEO was a dynamic communicator by every definition, a brilliant thinker who came from the Ivy Leagues with a 30-year history in the industry. So you have someone who's Uh, dynamic, credible, who knows what they're doing, and who is really good at raising capital, which this business needed a lot of capital. This is the full package with one little problem. He was a liar. The story that he was sharing to the rest of the world didn't reflect where the company actually was. And of course, there's all sorts of challenges with this. But the the hidden challenge here is that when people on the inside hear you say things that aren't true, they don't trust you either. That's scenario one. Scenario two, this CEO was, by every definition, a kind, social, compassionate, culture-forward thinker. What every employee wants someone who actually cares about them as humans, with only one little problem. He didn't have the technical chops to actually understand the product. And being a leader who people want to have join them for happy hour is great. But if the technical experts don't believe that you understand what they're doing, they don't want to spend their working hours working for you. Scenario three. This CEO, in many ways, mirrors the first, minus the liar bit, long history in the industry, perfect resume, technical expertise, hired to replace CEO 2 because the previous CEO didn't have the technical knowledge, perfect fit with one little problem. The first 10 hires this person made came from the previous company he worked for, which would have been totally fine if you could just ignore culture. And in this case, in particular, that the culture you've just entered into aims to be the total opposite of the one that you just left, which, of course, you can't. The reason that I used these three scenarios 
is because each one illustrates one of the three, and there really are only three jobs of the CEO. The first is to set the vision, but you can't set the vision if you don't understand the product. The second is that you set the strategy, but you can't set the strategy if the people who have to execute on it don't trust you. And the third is that you set the culture, but you can't set a culture if you don't realize the impact of the decisions you make on it. If you're in leadership, people are talking about you. And the reason that they're doing it is because the decisions that you make have such a profound impact on their lives. And the reason they're not going to share it with you is because the decisions you make have such an impact on their lives. And so that's why today was dedicated fully to focusing and asking you to focus on an aspect that can be easily ignored and unseen, which makes it worth our full focused attention. That's what I got for today. Before we go, if you like what you heard, please rate me wherever you get your podcasts and if you think that friends and colleagues would benefit from a little more focus, send them a link to this podcast or go to my website, focuswise.com. Until next time, this is Kurt Steinhorst reminding you that it only takes five minutes to find your focus.